Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tom, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eaton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem, or through our Women of the Divine Faith or other Ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the word. We want to thank you for being here. My brothers keepers, men's movement, our breakfast. Before we get started, I always like to remind us what a my brother's keeper is. My brother's keepers. We get the biblical principles from Genesis 4, verses 1 through 9, from the story of Cain and Abel. Story of Cain and Abel. Uh, First, we see in that text that Abel offered God a better sacrifice. And because of that, we pick the principle of keeping Christ first in New Testament terms. Uh, He put God first in his finances, amen, and in his giving, amen. Uh, so uh, my brother's keepers keep fr- Christ first. And, and secondly, in, in verse 7, God was, was trying to get Abel to repent from his sin. He said, sin is crouching at your door. Now, he said, you could be like Abel and you could have offered up a better sacrifice. Uh, uh, but it, it, he was unrepentant. So we learn from that. Uh, my brother's keepers keep confession, confession at the forefront. And, and lastly, but not least, uh, my brother's keepers keep caring for family. And it was uh, Cain who posed the question was, am I my brother's keeper? When God asked him uh, where his brother was and, you, and the rhetorical question of that should have been, yes, I am. Amen. Amen. So uh, if you want to be a my brother's keeper and when we say, am I my brother's keepers, you're, you're, you're agreeing to live to these three principles. Amen. So am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. Amen. Praise the Lord. Today I want to share a, a, a brief presentation entitled Godly Men of War. Godly Men of War. And we're going to be looking at Deuteronomy verse 20, verses 1 through 4. Deuteronomy 20, verses 1 through 4. And I want you to help me out and want to read this out loud together at the same time. It's from the NIV. Uh, Let's read it out loud on three. One, two, three. Yeah. 
Corinthians. Amen. Man, today, again, we're sharing godly men of war. Godly men of war. We're going to pick up these three central truths. If you're going to be a godly man of war, you have to abstain from intimidation. If you're going to be a godly man of war, you have to adopt, parenthesis, the word of God intensely. And if you're going to be a godly man of war, you have to accept the increase or the victory. And we want Christian men to know today that Christian men uh, should depend on God for victory and battle. Men should depend on God for victory and battle. One of my favorite movies... It's a movie entitled Gladiator. Gladiator. And in the movie Gladiator, uh, this great leader who becomes a gladiator uh, tells these immortal words before he addresses men going to battle and going to warfare. He says... Uh, Maximum lead his, his soldiers into battle against the barbarians. And he, he basically says, what we do in life echoes in eternity. Before they would go out to the battle lines, before they would fight, he would, he would motivate his men and encourage them for the battle at hand. That was part of his immortal words he said there about echoing in eternity. Well, we have that same kind of scene here on the text here in in Deuteronomy. Uh, But the interesting thing about this text is, is that it wasn't a great leader that would come and address the men there before they went into battle. It wasn't the king. It wasn't the commander. uh, What? What God had and who God had the men to listen to was the priest. It was that priest there on that battle line like uh, Maximus addressing the men of God and, and motivating them for war. Uh, it's almost like what this is about. This is about uh, uh, in modern day terms, uh, they had church on the front lines. The preacher, the man of God came and and spoke uh, the victory. Uh, This is what we do in My Brother's Keepers. We we come together and we hear from a priest, a man of God, who who speaks to us about the victory and the Lord. And undoubtedly, most of us uh, are past military age, and some in here may have served in military, some may have not. But the truth of the matter is, is that The man of God goes to war every day. Uh, Like the little clip was saying that our struggle is not against flesh and blood. and We have to put on our spiritual armor, but 
But we go out to war every day. We go out to war in our careers and in our jobs. We, we go out to war in our families. We go out to war for our kids. We, we, we go out to war in the house of the Lord as we are being used to change this world for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, we're still in a warfare and, 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 and today God has the priests addressing the men, you who are in this warfare today. And, and God has this to say to you, to abstain from intimidation. Abstain from intimidation for it says in verse uh, one, it says when you go to war against your enemies and see the horses and the, and the chariots and the armies greater than yours, do not be afraid of them. Because the Lord, your God, who, who brought you out of Egypt, will be with you. Do not be afraid, men, as you're warring for the Lord in ministry. Do not be afraid, men, as you war for the Lord, uh, trying to save your family. Do not oh, be afraid. It's one of the things that the devil tries to get us to do as Christian, especially Christian men, as he tries to tempt us to be afraid. To be afraid. Oh, as a matter of fact, he's described as that, as that, as that lion that roars. And, and I've said this many times before. One of the reasons why the lion roars is to terrify its victim so that they cannot respond or react. Hello, somebody. And undoubtedly, oh, this last week, this last month, maybe within this year, the devil has been roaring in your life. And you've looked at the circumstance, you looked at the tribulations and the trials that you and your family, your wife, your children uh, are going through. And it's caused you to, uh, to be intimidated. It caused you to be afraid for the tribulations, it seems, are greater than you. But, but God sent me here today to let you know that you are to abstain from intimidation. Right. Hello, somebody. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. As a brother's keeper, you have to abstain from intimidation. And regardless of the circumstance or the trials or the tribulations that you are, are, are having to respond to, you've got to remember what, what Romans 8, 31 says. What then shall we say in response to these things? But if God is for us, uh, who can be against us? Hello, somebody. If, if God is for us, then who can be against us? Uh, it, it doesn't matter what, how it looks or how it seems. It doesn't matter that we're in a culture that, 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 that seems to be opposite of, of what God's word has to say. It doesn't matter that it seems like we're outnumbered uh, oh, by, oh, by the enemy and sometimes the frenemies in our lives. Hello, somebody. And God said, regardless of what the doctor say, he may say cancer. Hello, somebody. And, and it caused men and women to, to fear. Oh, but I know something greater than cancer. And that's God. And if God is for me, if God wants you to live, guess what? It doesn't matter what you have in your body. If God wants you to live, guess what? You will live. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, if God wants you to live, you will live in Jesus name. 
matter what you're facing. You may be bankrupt. You've looked at your bank account and, it, and it's empty and, and you don't know how you're going to make it. I'm here, here to tell you the bottom line of, of any Christian man. It's not the zeros in your bank account. Hello, somebody. The bottom line in your life is the God that you serve. Oh, and again, if God is for you, then who can be against you? Hello, somebody. Not to say that in your life, your bank account won't be zero at times. I remember at one time I, I looked at my bank account and my bank statement and it, it wasn't zero. It was a negative something. Hello, somebody. And the way that I looked at it is I said, well, praise the Lord. You said, you said, praise the Lord. You praising the Lord for a negative bank account? Yeah, yeah, I praise the Lord for a negative bank account because it meant that I must have had some money because when I was poor, I couldn't go down to the negative. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. <laughs> they, they was giving me, they was, they was giving them, they believed that that, that that bank account would be full again. Hello, somebody. Regardless of the tribulation, that you're going to and guess what it did get full again hello somebody oh because what the devil meant for bad God oh uh, turn good from it in Jesus name abstain from intimidation I don't care what you're up against you may be like that. Oh, the armies of living God and Goliath was out there. Send me a man intimidating everybody. But it took a little boy that knew a little bit about God and a slingshot. And he had to say, who is this? Oh, uncircumcised Philistine that's tough. The army of the living God. Oh, somebody better stop being intimidated by the circumstances because God is bigger than your circumstances bigger than your circumstances I'm here I'm here to tell you I don't care what it looks like oh because you can't see like God sees I I don't care what you're thinking in your mind your thoughts are not his thoughts and your ways are not his I don't care what you're going to men you better abstain from intimidation I know it gets hard sometimes but you better abstain from intimidation. Hello, somebody. Not only that, adopt the word of God intensely. It said that when you're brought, when you are about to go into battle, the, the priest shall come forward and address the army. The priest will stand forward and dress the army because... If the king would come forward, the, the king could only th uh, talk about the might of his military. But it seemed like that, that, that his military was outnumbered. Hello, somebody. Oh, if, if it was the general who was to come forward, he, he could tell you about the skill of the men. But, oh, but he couldn't, he could look out and see uh, 
that this vast army against him was as he was outnumbered uh, oh but when the priests uh, come out to address uh, the armies of God the priests uh, oh can cannot see military strategy the priests didn't see uh, all the training and the military oh uh, nuances uh, what the priest was there to do is to remind the men of God uh, about uh, the God that they serve uh, and I stand here today uh, as a priest uh, to remind you the men of God oh about who God is and about our God is able that our God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything you ask or anything you imagine you better listen oh to the priest in your life oh you better stop listening oh to Fox News you better stop listening to our presidents you better stop listening to the governor you you better stop listening uh, oh, to the 10 o'clock news. Uh, and you better learn to listen to the men of God uh, who will remind you uh, of the God that you serve. Uh, and the God that you serve uh, is almighty. The God that you serve, uh, oh, is able to speak uh, nothing into something. Oh, the God that you serve uh, is the same God. Uh, the great I am, uh, Moses, uh, would come up against Egypt. Uh, and he'd say, who shall I say sent me? Oh, and he had to say uh, I can't even tell you who I am but I can tell you I am everything that you need I am everything that you want I am every power I am every healing I am every direction I am everything that you need and God is reminding somebody here some man of God who may have been crying in the middle of the night thinking that the battle is over oh God has sent me here to operate as a priest and let you know that it's not over yet. Oh, let me tell you again, it's not over yet. You're going to live and not die. Oh, God has sent me to tell you that no weapon formed against you shall prosper in Jesus' name. I said in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Am I my brother's keeper? Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. Oh, God, oh, is able. Hello, somebody. He's able. That's a God that I serve. Come on now. I don't care what you're up against. I don't care what the doctor said. I know who God is. And I know if you keep your eyes on Jesus, I know that you can walk out of that boat that you thought you were about to drown in and walk across the storms because God is saying come nigh to me come near to me step out of the boat walk over the storms oh don't notice the waves oh don't notice the winds just keep your eyes on Jesus and when you keep your eyes on Jesus I said when you keep your eyes on Jesus you can do the impossible. That thing that you thought was about to kill you. Oh, you can ignore it fully as you focus on the Lord. That thing that you thought was about to ruin you. Hello, somebody. You can be like the the eagles who spread their wings. Oh, and when the storm comes, it enables the eagle to fly fast, to go further, to fly higher. And God is telling something 
some man of God here today oh to fly higher to go faster oh I hear the word of God say that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up on wings as eagles hello somebody they shall run and not grow weary hello somebody they shall walk and not faint oh you better listen adopt listen to the word of God intently in the middle of your storms hello somebody hello somebody this word is for somebody here today poke your neighbor and say neighbor oh neighbor I think God is talking to you Slap your neck. No, don't slap him. <laughs> don't slap him. Don't slap him. <laughs> Let him know, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. God is talking to you this morning. I like what Joshua 23.10 said. Uh, one of you routes a thousand. Hello, somebody. Because the Lord your God fights for you. Just as he promised, uh, one of you, see, see, see some, folk, some folk will look in here and say, hey, we don't have the normal men, uh, the normal crowd that we normally would have. Uh, but God says uh, that one of you, uh, hello, somebody, one of you, uh, hello, somebody, one of you here today uh, can rouse uh, a thousand. Hello, somebody. Oh, and so if you really do the math, uh, one, uh, one thousand, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand. 8,000 folk oh, can be routed because we decided to come together as men of God oh, and look into the word and see what God says and God says I'm still fighting for you God says I'm still looking out for you God says oh, that he and only him oh, will give you the victory hello somebody Hello, somebody. Come here and testify, Gideon. I thought I had me a, a, a you know, we came against this, uh, I mean, this army is just vast, as far as the eyes could see here. And you know, not, not got together my men of God who was gonna stand on God. We had, we had thousands. So, and we was, we was outnumbered. And, but, but we were gonna step out by faith. Oh, but then God told me. That we had too many. <laughs> Wait a minute, God. Don't, don't you see this army? This vast army. Oh, we only have thousands. They have hundreds of thousands. Hello, somebody. And God said you got too many. And God ended up taking my army of thousands and making them only 300. Oh, and then he said now, and now I can use you. Now, now I want to use, because guess what? Nobody will get the victory of the glory except me because oh that's the only way you're going to win is to be outnumbered (laughs) let me tell you that again somebody missed it the only way you're going to win is to be outnumbered 
Because when you're outnumbered, guess what? You got to depend upon me. Oh, you got to depend upon me. Oh, when you got money in a bank account, oh, you don't depend upon me. You depend upon that money in the bank account. So I have to show you who I am by subtracting some things from your life. Hello, somebody. I have to show you who I am. Hello, somebody. And you've got to uh, depend on me by faith. Hello, somebody. For one of you, we're out a thousand. Say, I don't, I don't have enough. I'm, I'm a manager at my work. I don't have enough people, enough dependable people to help, to help me to succeed in my career. God is saying, you don't need a whole crew. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Just take the fruit that I send you. Hello, somebody. And I'm going to use them to work it out. Hello, somebody. (laughs) Because the Lord, your God fights for you. Hello, somebody. Yes, as I promised. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Am I my brother's keeper? Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Lastly, you just got to learn to accept some things in life. Hello, somebody. And a lot of times, unspiritual people will tell you, you, you got to accept this. You, you, you accept that you got cancer. You accept that you're dying. You accept it. And it's a negative thing. But in this text, what you have to accept Is that you already have the victory. (laughs) It says in verse 4. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. It's the Lord your God that's going before you to fight for you against your enemies. I think David will you testify for the men. The, the my brothers keepers uh, David said yeah oh I've learned in my life uh, and I wrote a little poem about it in the 23rd Psalms uh, and I talked about how God uh, prepares a table for me uh, in the presence uh, of my enemies uh, oh he bless you oh uh, before your enemies your enemies uh, have to see you being blessed uh, your enemies trying to stop you your enemies are trying to get you to quit uh, your enemies uh, are talking against you. Your enemies are backbiting and backstabbing. Your enemies are doing everything to stop you. But God oh, motivated David to say oh those same enemies that were trying to stop me God set a table and he said hey you sit here, you sit here and then he brought me in as a guest of honor. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. Somebody else come and testify. Oh Mordecai. Oh Mordecai come and testify yeah Mordecai came Mordecai yeah I came in the, the place uh, and that old man Haman uh, didn't like me that old man Haman uh, couldn't stand me that, because I wouldn't buy my knee uh, that old man Haman uh, built uh, oh a hanging uh, trough uh, oh to see me die but guess what God flipped the script uh, and that thing that he thought was going to 
hang me, hung him in Jesus' name. And cards are fault my back. That ain't the end of the story, but God took me from being nobody to being second in command all the while. My, my daughter was the queen. Hello, somebody. Oh, God can fight for you. He can destroy your enemies. Oh, in Jesus' name. But you be faithful to the Lord. And the Lord will give you the victory. And you just got to accept it. <laughs> you just got to accept that I have victory. You just got to accept that I have favor. You just got to accept. Oh, that God is saying, you just got to accept. Oh, that it's already won. It's already done in Jesus' name. And accept the increase in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. I am my brother's keeper. I like what Deuteronomy 31, 6 says. And this is what he's saying to you men here. And you men that are listening at the sound of my voice. Be strong and courageous. Yes. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. Hello, somebody. And he will never leave you or forsake you. Hello, somebody. Oh, somebody. God is saying, oh, you better be strong. You better be courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be terrified. Don't be intimidated. Listen intently to what God is saying to you today. And God is saying, for the Lord. Lord, your God goes out with you. And guess what? He will never leave or forsake you. Hello, somebody. Never leave or forsake you. Now, that's word. Somebody God is trying to speak to. God's trying to manifest himself. Trying to give you a holy spiritual hug this morning. Because he's seen everything that you've gone through. Everything that you're going through. Whether it's through your marriage. Whether it's in your career. Or it may be both. Hello somebody. All hell has broke loose. Your wife is acting crazy. The children are looking at you funny. Your boss man don't like you. Hello, some. You come to the church and then the deacon's looking at you crazy. Hello, somebody. <laughs> and it seemed like you've been picked out to be picked on. But God is saying that's a lie from the pit of hell. Be strong and be courageous. Hello, somebody. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you and he will never leave you or forsake you. God is the only somebody that can make that promise. I know some some of us made that promise to our wives when we you know when we was rapping to them back in the day, you know. That's how we got her to fall in love, girl. I die for you, girl. <laughs> ain't no mountain high enough, ain't no valley low enough, girl, to keep me away from you. Hello, somebody. <laughs> he was saying that you would never leave her or forsake her. 
Hello, somebody. We're all, one day, most of us, are going to forsake our wives either through death. Hello, somebody. Or some of you are going to fall out of love. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. God says, he's the only one that can say, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Hello, somebody. Have you ever did something good for somebody, helped to raise them up, and they began to trip? Hello, somebody. You helped them get the job, and they looking at you crazy. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And you would think that they would be faithful to you because you've helped them so much. And they forsake you. Hello, somebody. God said, hey, I'm here to remind you that it's me that will never leave you and never forsake you. It's me. I'm I'm the only one that can make that promise. So you might as well believe everything else. Be strong. Be courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't, Don't be terrified. Hello, somebody. For the Lord your God goes with you. And he will never leave you or forsake you. Shall we pray? Father God, I come this morning, Lord, just want to thank you and praise you, Lord, for the presence of these men of God. And I come, Father, wanting to pray and to speak into their lives, Lord, as men. And Father God, I come praying, first of all, just wanted to intercede for For all of us, Lord, as we keep confession at the forefront and ask your father to forgive us of our sins and that you wash us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, Father God. As we pray, Father, as David prayed, Lord, create in us a clean heart, O Lord, and renew a right spirit within us. Cast us not away from thy presence. Take not thy Holy Spirit from us, Father. We ask, Lord, that you forgive us and cleanse us, Lord, that we might be in right relationship and right fellowship with you, Father, in Jesus' name. We might make way, Father, for you to be at work in our hearts. Make way that, we may, that you may be working at work in our minds. And make way that we, you might be at work in our souls, Father. And you're speaking to us today. You're speaking to us today, Father, about the, the warfare, Father, that we go through on a daily basis as men, as we, as we try to make it, Lord, as we try to make a living, as we try to make a marriage, as we try to make a family, as we try to make a ministry, as we try to do things for, uh, for you, Father, here at church, Lord, as we try, Lord, to, to make a, a granddaughter and a grandson, as we, all these things, Lord, that we're concerned about, that we're warring over, Father, as we try to make our bodies more healthy father as we try to uh, uh, make a bank account father we come lord pausing one to say father it's it's too much for us father we can't win this war alone father and father god we need you father Father, oh, some of us, uh, uh, some things have been subtracted, Father, and and they've caused us to wonder, Father, whether you still love us or care for us, Father. 
Father, help us to know, Lord, that you've got some other things or you just got some things that you you just want us to depend upon you, Father. Oh, to be completely and solely dependent upon you, Father. And Father God, we come right now giving all of this stuff over to you, Father, and say, Lord, it's too big for us. Lord, we can't handle it. Lord, oh, and we give it all over to you, Father, and ask, Lord, that you give us the victory. In Jesus' name. Father God, I, I come believing by faith, Lord, that you've encouraged a heart, encouraged a mind, and encouraged a soul, Father. And we, we thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in our hearts and in our minds and in our souls, Father. And we leave this place, oh, like them mighty men, oh, who met on the battle lines and they heard from the priest. And the priest told them beforehand that they already had the victory. All they had to do was show up. All they had to do was go up. And Lord, we're oh, leaving this place. Oh, believing that we have the victory. And all we're going to do is just go and show up back at home. Show up at work. Show up at church. Oh, Father, because you've already told us that the battle has already been won in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord. And we praise your holy name, Lord. We thank you, Lord. And we praise you right now. Oh, in the same way uh, that Joshua and them had to circle the city and they, and they praise your holy name, Father. And the walls of the city came tumbling down. And we want to praise you right now. We want to praise you before we even see the victory. We want to praise you and glorify you right now, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Emmanuel. God is with us. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. And praise the Lord. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. Amen and praise the Lord. Give God a hand clap of praise up in here, up in here. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's circle up. Let's circle up. Circle up. Mighty Hello man. again. This is Pastor Michael E. Tron. I've been your host for today's Mighty program. Before we sign off. We just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. 
But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living king. Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. With love, believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Falls Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. And if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've called in this program Vision to Reality. And This is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at Word at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, 
just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. it. He raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state-of-the-arts build a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.